Hey y'all, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Lindsay. And this is episode five. We have made it. I feel like that's a small milestone. Yeah, five. Yeah, and it's another weekly check-in before our big discussion on The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. Guess what? I actually started the book. Yes, I was worried. I read the first chapter. (laughs) So like page 11? At 13. Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> hey, the chapters get longer, just FYI. Yeah, I, I, I figured when I was flipping through it, looking at it. But yeah. um, I, I did some Googling on it, and it was made into a movie in 1968. This is 60s. Starring, starring uh, Alan Arkin. And I guess it was, like, nominated for, like, Best Lead Actor or something like that, so. I mean, this book has, like, a ton of, like, rave reviews. Yeah. Like... And what, she was, like, 23 or something? She was really young She's when she wrote young. it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm not on page 13. Good for you. <laughs> I'm on page 166. Nice. But I think that's in large part due to yesterday. Um, one of the things that I love to do, like, on the weekends, if I have, like, nothing else planned, uh, I do, like, these, like, 30-minute sprints where, like, I just set my phone to 30 minutes I read for 30 minutes and then like I set it for another 30 minutes and like do something around the house, whether it's like cleaning, laundry. So I feel like I'm being like productive, but I'm also getting a good chunk of like reading done as well. So I did that yesterday. Yeah, I like that. That's a smart idea. Yeah, I feel like I'm, yeah, like I feel like I'm having that chance to like, I'm not just reading all day and not getting anything done. Um, So I might do it again today. But yeah, so I got a pretty big chunk of it read yesterday um but then i also am reading the woman in the window how's that so this is it's good i'm on page like 150 i think with that one but this is my problem with it it's like a thriller right mm-hmm. but like nothing happens until like page 140 so i'm just like reading <laughs> <laughs> what that I mean, there's, like, like there's so a I'm lot just, of, like, like, reading. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like thrillers, like, within the first, like, 30 pages is, like, when you're supposed to be, like, hooked, right? Yeah. Well, I will say, like, the girl in the dragon tattoo or with the dragon tattoo, I feel like that one took a minute to get. Okay. Get that is true. Um, because I actually thought that book was really, really well done and oh, I really so enjoyed amazing. reading it but I had to get through the first like 250 pages it was one of the best books I've ever read I thought it was amazing but yeah like when I told people I was reading it they're like you just got to make it through like the first like 50 or so pages you just got to make it through you just got to make it through so I feel like that's how this is like I just now got to what she sees in the window so it's it was amazing. like it was you. She saw you. Surprise. It's just you. It's actually I'm in the book. Yeah. I am the woman in the window. <laughs> Surprise. It's a spoiler alert. Yeah. So, like, it was just kind of like the build up, meeting the characters, kind of learning about her past because, you know, she's agoraphobic. So, it's kind of learning about why she is yeah. um, in her house all the time. So, I get it. But I was kind of like, I just need to get to the part where she sees in the damn window. Like, I need to get there. (laughs) But I got there. I got there. I'm there. 
So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with my two books. I should be done nice. with The Heart is the Lonely Hunter by next week when we do the discussion. Well, I hope so. Are you? Miss yes. Page 13? <laughs> I know exactly how many pages to read a day to make <laughs> oh, sure I, that I'm done in time. I'm glad I do that too. <laughs> I'm that same. I'm like, oh, is it 35 a day? I'm like, that's not worth it. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm going to do 12 a day and see what happens. <laughs> no, I was, um, I remember reading this, this blog post by this woman who was like, how I read so many books a year or whatever. And she was like, I just, I choose books that are only, you know, like no more than 300, 400 pages long yeah. and make sure to read at least 40 pages a day blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, I, for books, tend to be an all-or-nothing person. Either I will spend two hours reading, like, binge-reading a book, and then just go a week without doing anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I tried, I tried that, and I was like, this, I can't do this. This is too much. Um, I try to read, like, I'm not one that ha the book has to be, like, 400 pages. Like, it can be as many pages. Hello, Anna Karina's. We're going to get there. Billion. Um, but I feel like if I can read like 25 to 30 a day, cause like I can read during my lunch break, which I'm, yes. so I can knock out some of that. So when I get home, I'm not going to have that much more to read. Um, and then like on the weekends, if I don't have like something like planned or going somewhere, then I'm like, if I can read like 50 pages Saturday, 50 pages Sunday, that's about 225 pages for the week, which I feel like is a good Chunk. Like, I'm never going to be that person that can read 111 books in a year. Like, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't. Even, like I said, I think I mentioned one episode, even in my peak, like, where I was just going home, yeah, lay my pool, reading every day, blah, blah, blah. Like, I only finished 50 books that year. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I get, like, people do, like, the, oh, hello audio books which is fine too but like that's also very it's more achievable to read that many books when you do audio yes i tend not to include those in my like yearly page count just because yeah. oh yeah for sure i agree with that you know it's more reading and stuff or listening hours spent listening rather than yeah page, like eyes on a page but i'm not knocking audio books i oh, when they're I good they're Oh, some of the best books that I've I've read have been audiobooks listened yeah, to. I, yeah, so. I think we, we did a list a while ago of the our favorites mm -hmm. that we've listened to on audio. I agree with that completely. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of my update. 30 Minute Sprints have gotten me through The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. I don't know how I feel about the book yet. It's not pulling. Well, honestly, right now, I'm feeling pretty bad for Mr. John Singer because his friend is a crazy person. Yes. Yeah. Just based on the first chapter. Yeah. I, so. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the book yet. I think, like, last week we talked about we think it's going to be a sad book, or I think it's going to be a sad book. Um, so we'll find out if it is. Uh, it kind of, I don't know. I'll leave, I'll leave all my discussion for next week on it. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, so next week we'll actually both be in the same place recording together for the first time, 4th of July weekend. 
Um, Reunited and it feels so good. Yes. Um, so with that, we're like in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. We did our summer TBRs of what we want to get done. Yes. But I think, Lindsay, you were going to give us some like summer recommendations of books you've read in the summer. I'll jump in if I have any. And then also like what makes a good summer read? Like why do we, why do we have this like distinction of like summer reading? Summer reading. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was actually thinking about this before we started and I realized that for me, it's kind of like location based, you know, if I'm, if I'm going on vacation and I'm going to be by like, for example, you and I went to Costa Rica yes. and I brought, um, oh, now I can't remember the name of it, but it was the, the third, the, the Storm, Storm of Swords, of, the Storm yes. of Swords, um, went to the Costa Rica. And for me, it was kind of like this tropical escape and I wanted something that was kind of escapism. And for me, that's, that's fantasy. And so I wanted to finish, you know, or continue on reading the A Song of Fire and Ice series. Um, which is great. You know, I can post a picture of it. The book went from, you know, about an inch and a half thick to swollen with seawater and humidity. And yeah, we definitely probably, I think that. I spilled a drink somewhere. <laughs> so there's, there's definitely probably some alcohol on there. Yeah. Um, so what's funny is, so, and I like, I mean, that cover was the green one, right? Yes. So, I mean, I also think like tropical greens, blues. So mm-hmm. I think that, but it's so funny because, like, you went that way for Costa Rica, but, like, when we went to Japan, I took the Game of Thrones books. Yes, you did. <laughs> so I went that way, and that was more in the, like, that was in November, so we're almost close to, like, Christmas and stuff, so I went the opposite. And I think last year when I finished, um, what's the second one? Clash, A Clash of Kings. Kings. I think I finished that around... Oh, no, I finished that this year in February, so I give up. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I started it in November, though, of last year. Yeah. They can, um, like, I think if you're not, like, dead set on, like, reading and finishing it, like, those can be, those can take yeah. some time to get through because there's so many different storylines and you kind of yeah. have to see how everything connects. And But, yeah. um, but then on the opposite end... Uh, actually the summer that I went to New Zealand so it was winter down there at the time um, so I brought Stephen King's The Stand with me you and these but that was just because that was just because I had two 13 hour flights that I yeah. like, you, but you bring the biggest books on these trips <laughs> but that same that same summer when I was sitting by the pool, um, one thing that I, one that I read was the rum diaries by Hunter S Thompson. And that was sort of my escape at that point where I wasn't going anywhere. I was laying by the pool in Lubbock, Texas, and it was describing this, this beautiful, you know, Island of uh, Puerto Rico and stuff like that and the beaches and stuff. So that was my sort of escape. I think what makes a good summer book is, even if you're on vacation somewhere, even if you're staying at home, going to the beach, going to uh, you know a lake, the river, wherever, it it's something that allows you to escape somewhere else. I agree completely because like 
you know, when we went to the river um, mm-hmm. in New Bronzeville, like, I was reading The Stranger Beside Me. So. Yeah. I don't know if I have a, I don't think I have a theme. It's usually also just what book I'm reading at the time, and then it hits summer. But for me in Costa Rica, again, I think I did the complete opposite of you. Um, the first book that I finished was Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard. I remember you reading that, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, like, I like the cover. I think it had a really pretty cover. Yeah, it has this amazing, it's very pretty. I think it's like a five-book series. I have not completed it just because, like, I think for some reason I got this book cheap on my Kindle. And, like, mm-hmm. now they're, like, nine ninety nine. Yeah. What I've learned, too, is I need to stop worrying about that and just check them out at the library. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just need to start using my library more. But then the other book, which I don't think I finished it, but I definitely started it. And it was so great just laying out by the pool reading it because it was just so fast-paced. Um was The Fame Game by Lauren Conrad, which we had chosen for book club that year. That was my choice. Yes, because we voted. Like, you gave us three choices for the perfect summer read, and that's what we chose. Yeah, it was between between that book, um, Tyra Banks' Model Land. So I chose two really, like... Outlandish? Just outlandish or just, like, campy. Nothing to take too serious. And then I chose, like, I had a more serious one, which was... um, Oh, I can't remember the title of it, but I'll I'll look it up. But yeah, more serious read, and everybody was like, "Let's read." Yeah, you know, the Lori Conrad book. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I think those were my two choices. Um. And then, based on our summer TBRs that we did um, a few episodes ago, again, you see the routes that Lindsay and I chose. Lindsay chose the big clunky book. And I chose, yeah, and I chose murder mystery thrillers that are hopefully fast-paced, get me through the summer. Because I do feel like the summer, like, you do have more time to read. Yes. So I think that's, I think that's why I'm like, I can get more books read if I choose, like, the more fast-paced ones. And then I'll save, like, because I'm, the, um, what's the third Game of Thrones book? Storm of Swords. Yeah, so that's the next one for me. So I want to start that this year, but again, I'll probably use it in October or November and like finish it at the end of the year. Like that's my goal. So we'll see. But yeah, I do agree that a lot of times summer books are location based. You want to be like just like in those like areas, those places in other countries and stuff. Yeah. Speaking of, how is 1Q84 going? It's thick. Yeah. Nothing's... I don't... Uh, I'll, I'll have, when I finish it, I'll give more of a thorough update. Yeah. It's kind of tough right now because there's. it's still... I'm still not that far into it, but it's still kind of like just setting up everything it feels like. I don't feel like I'm in the meat of the book yet. So... But I'm only... I'm still only like 100 pages in. Like, I'm not that far in. Okay. Out of... 1200 <laughs> it's not even 10% uh. but yeah but um we've got my parents uh my family's going on a, a small vacation this year and so we're going to be house sitting for them so I'll probably have some more time to kind of hang out and read so I should get a good chunk of it done when I'm there yeah 
Um, I was going to ask you, when y'all, when your family, when y'all went to Hawaii, what was the book chosen for that one? Oh, I reread it by Stephen King. Of course you did, because it's a big fat book. <laughs> it's a big chunky book. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to read it before, before the first movie came out. I will say when I went to um, to Europe, I brought my Kindle and I read Savage Grace, which was another book club choice oh, I from chose you. That. Yeah, it was from me. And okay. there were some there were some points where I was like, "Hope oh, nobody's reading over my shoulder." <laughs> uh, I think I gave up that book. It had such a good premise. It was a true crime, like or based on a, like a true story. And then I just, oh, it was so weird. I don't know. I apologize yeah. for that pick. I'm, a, I'm trying to remember if I actually read on the plane ride back. On the plane ride back, it was a little weird. My flight got, like, delayed by a couple of hours. My big, long flight from Copenhagen to Chicago. Um and so it was like delayed, delayed, delayed. And I don't think I ended up actually reading. I think I watched a bunch of movies on the way back. Yeah. Instead. Because um, I was literally like, we landed, I got through customs, and I was sprinting to make it to my flight home to Austin. And by the time I got there to go like run th back through security, um, mm -hmm. They had already closed the gates and they weren't they wouldn't let me get my like check in for my ticket and stuff so so then i went to a hotel and just slept so i don't remember like reading on the flight back but on the way there and like on some of the trains i read savage grace yeah i wouldn't recommend that book uh -uh. i think no. i read it but i also that wasn't a summer reading that was a we went in September for that trip so yeah um I was gonna say something I totally just like lost it I I feel like because like in with Japan and I think the same thing with Costa Rica like I never read on the plane like I think I did like in Japan I read when on our train rides and stuff mm -hmm. um so I actually didn't get a lot of reading done then Costa Rica I got a lot of reading done just because most of our trip was just laying out yeah. by the beach or by the pool. So I definitely got more reading done then. But I feel like with Japan, I did not get as much reading as you would think with the traveling that we did. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. I know I read um, it's called like Suffer the Children. I don't know. It was kind of like a like a spooky horror Oh, okay. Book. Um, I remember reading that and then finishing it on one of the trains because I remember like enjoying it. I thought it was like a fun, just like you know, mm -hmm. not like campy, but it was just kind of like your fun little thriller, horror, whatever. There's like a ghost, whatever. Um, and then I decided to read People Who Eat Darkness, which was a it's a true crime book and it was set in Japan. Um, and that's why I chose that one. And I actually, I would, I would recommend that one too, because they're, when you read like foreign true crime, it's always interesting because you get to see how their court system set up and the differences between that and the American one. Uh, like when I read the Amanda Knox one, reading oh, about how they have like a summer, when, like a summer break and stuff like that, or the, um, 
watching the Oscar Pistorius trial on TV, how the South African court system is set up and stuff. So I, like, I, I do enjoy those, but that was, I remember uh, getting to a certain point on the plane ride back and starting to cry and being like, I can't read this right now <laughs> in public. What's it called? People who eat darkness? Yes. And it's okay. about, there was um, uh, set in the early, not set, it happened in the early 2000s. And it was a British Airlines stewardess. And she had moved to Japan and was working as, like, people want to say they're escorts. They're not really escorts. They're there to provide, like, company yeah. um, to businessmen and stuff. And so she started working as one of those to get some more money and was living in Japan, having fun. And um, she ended up going with this guy who, it, it wasn't, he, he, he was drugging and like raping some of these women and stuff. So terrible. And then she just reacted poorly to the drug that he'd given her. And she, he, he killed her basically um, in the dispose of her. But I got to the point where her family from England came over and was like being the place where they found her body and stuff like that. And I was like, <laughs> cry. <laughs> the plane that I was like, all right, I got to watch something stupid on TV yeah. on, the, on the little screen right yeah. now. But um, I would recommend that book. Okay. It's very interesting. There's some parts where you're just like very frustrated by everybody involved, and um, but yeah, that's a that's a good one. No, it sounds interesting. I mean, I can always go for a true crime book. Um, I'm always looking for a new one. Um, but yeah, I think we are showing that any book can be a summer read. Yeah, it's whatever takes you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think we have given some good book suggestions. Um, I will try to post the ones that we mentioned um, today. I'll try to post those um, when this episode drops. Um, but yeah. Um, also, don't forget the heart of the the heart is a lonely hunter. The discussion is next week. We will actually be recording together. Um, we'll be in Austin for Fourth of July weekend. Um, yeah, I think that's, do you have anything else? Um, I have a documentary to suggest and it actually came out, I think last year. So a bit behind, but I finally watched it. It's on HBO max and it's called class action park. And it's about this, this like, this like water park amusement park that opened up in New Jersey in the (gasps) seventies. And it's, insanity like there people were, no, were dying right yes there were no rules they talked about at one point they had this water slide where it, it it goes down and then it kind of throws you into a like a full loop 360 and then shoots you out and they sent down a couple of the employees to test it out and was giving them 100 bucks each these teenagers and the first couple came out and they had like bloody noses or faces all busted up and stuff and then they sent down the next ones and they're coming out with these these like scratches all over them and they can't figure out where in this tube they're getting scratches. So they go up there, they open up the hatch because they needed a hatch because if you were too small, you wouldn't get enough momentum and you'd get stuck on the loop and they'd have to go get you out. Um, they were they went up there, they opened up the hatch and there were teeth embedded in the padding from the people who had gone before and knocked their teeth out. And these people were sliding on it and getting scratched by the teeth. It's insane. That sounds like a horror film. It's insane. Okay. I had I had anxiety the entire time watching it. Oh yeah. 
like as like a former lifeguard watching some of these things, I was just yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> but um, it was okay. you know they 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 had some like footage from the park at the time that people took, but then they also had people who had gone to the park and who had worked at the park telling stories, and then they had these like funny animations to go with them and stuff. But man, that was crazy. But I recommend that. Okay. So speaking of, because you said this on HBO Max, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you know Bear Town? Yes, it's a series, it's a series now. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I know we talked about it, like you reading it, and I haven't read it yet. But I saw that, and I was like, oh, I wonder if you've seen it yet. So I started watching it, and I stopped, and it's not because it was well, like not well done. I got maybe ten minutes into the first episode, but it was one of those things where I thought to myself. That book was so good and so perfect for me. Do I want to watch? Do I want to watch somebody else's version of it, or do yeah. I just want to keep everything in my head? So I don't know if I'm gonna watch it or not. Yeah, that's how I feel like I'm gonna feel with Daisy Jones and the Six, and with Where the Crawdads Sing, because those what? are both. I think Daisy Jones and the Six is going to become a TV show or a series, mm-hmm. and I think Where the Crawdads Sing is going to be a movie. Movie. Yeah. So I think with Daisy Jones and the Six, I looked at the casting and who they actually casted as Daisy. I think she was a really good choice. Yeah. Because she can sing. She kind of vaguely resembles the girl on the cover, and like in my head, that's sort of what Daisy looked like. So I think I'm going to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but where the crawdad sings might be a, might be a tough one too. Yeah. I think also for those, once they have like official release dates, I might do like rereads with those just cause they were already so good mm-hmm. as it is. Like I don't mind rereading them, but just to like have that excitement again of reading them. I enjoyed them both so much. They were my number one and my number two books of 2020 last year. Yeah, I'd probably have to agree. They're pretty good. Yeah, those are those are my top two favorite books last year. Um, I don't know. You know what we could do in a few episodes is, since we'll be like the halfway point of the year, maybe like talk about the books that we've read so far, like if we have any favorites or like ones that we were like disappointed in or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh, you reminded me when you talked about a documentary. So there's a podcast. I have not listened to it yet. But I'm super excited about it. It's called Drama Queens, and it's the it's like Sophia Bush, Bethany Joy, and Hillary Burton from One Tree Hill, and they're rewatching every single episode and discussing it. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm super excited to start listening to it. So that's my podcast recommendation for this week. Nice. You know, I haven't watched any shows, so I have nothing on that. Oh, you have to watch Cruel Summer. I know it's like it's number one on my list. I promise I'll get there. I swear. I think it'll be, I think it'll be one of those shows where, like, I think your mom would get into it, too. Yeah. But I think, like, once you start watching it, you're gonna be like, because I was watching it on Hulu, and so I wasn't getting any of the previews for next week, like, the next episode, and so I was like, oh my god, I don't even know, and then I went online, and everyone was talking about the preview, and so then I would have to, like, go and search for the preview, (laughs) because I was like, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. So that's all, yeah, that's my recommendation for this week. I like how I'm recommending it and I haven't listened to it yet. Um, So yeah, we will be doing the Heart is a Lonely Hunter discussion next week. And then 
probably at the end of next week's episode, we're going to break down how we're going to do Anna Karina. Yes. Because I don't think we're going to just do one discussion. I think how we discussed it, I think we're going to do four separate discussions, like every two parts, because it's eight parts. Yes. So maybe every two weeks we'll do a discussion episode just for this book, because it is so big. Um, Not the book I would have chosen for my summer TBR, but here we are. We're doing it. It's happening. Thank you, random wheel of shame. (laughs) (laughs) I think when we did it, you were like, man, the one book I don't want us to have to read is Anna Karina. And as soon as you said it, it stopped on that one. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I was like, are you funny? (laughs) So, karma. But yeah, um, thanks for listening, guys. Um, We really enjoy having these episodes discussing any books that we're reading episodes, TV shows that we're watching podcasts, and then having our fun discussions on Oprah's book club right now. Um, We're on our second book. We're about to start our third book. So we're super excited. We're making our way through. Um, Our Instagram is reading with celebs and our Twitter is reading W celebs. So please go give us a like, a follow, all the fun things. And when this episode drops, I will be posting for sure, Lindsay's Game of Thrones book that she took to Costa Rica. <laughs> just so we can see what the Costa Rica air. I think I've got a before picture of it somewhere. I should find it. Yeah, we should definitely. If not, I can use my before picture because I have the book. We have the same book, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of calmed down between like packing and moving and stuff. So it's not as crazy as it was. But I definitely have a picture of it. At the end of our trip, when it was like... <laughs> yeah, I definitely think you have that picture for sure. Because I know I, I definitely got some some ocean water on it. Oh, yeah. And some pool water. There's no telling what's on that book. And I think there's there's definitely some pina colada on it as well. It's got to be something on there that was... Yeah. Something. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a happy. great rest of your week. And we will see y'all 4th of July weekend. Hey, happy reading. Bye. Bye.